0: hello everyone and welcome to another horror review right this one came up last week during a conversation with some folks so got the dvd thought may as well go to a bash i was suggested that i compare this to willie's wonderland where uh if you check previous videos you will no review that one absolutely loved it um i don't think that's fair comparison right there are two completely different movies so to compare one against the other i think it's doing them uh an injustice if that makes sense just because I happen to have you know animatronics etc I don't say after watching this they're completely different movies and to actually compare them like I said you just end up going down this rabbit hole I loved wally's he's around, as you know I love that craziness to it it is a completely different vibe completely different movie this one is its own thing what I will say though it's dark I mean, this is like proper grim, dark sort of movie. So that's why I'm saying that the sort of bright and colorfulness of Will's Wonderland that sort of thing, um you're not going to get that here. Doesn't mean it's a bad movie. No, <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun. But I think you just need to put that out because you'll ruin it if you're watching it expecting one thing and you don't get it, and you get something completely different. I think it might ruin it for you. Uh fair enough, it's easy, it's easy to understand making the comparisons, you know. But while he's more as a theme park slash restaurant, you know, and there's a sort of demonic aspect to it where this is uh effectively killer dolls, killer robot type thing. Best comparison I make is child's play. When you look at the original child's play versus the remake. And how that plays out, that's the closest thing I can think in terms of comparison. But even that's not accurate. Hey, Chris, how are you, man? Um, I'm just trying to remember myself if it was... Was it uh, a UK version or was it... Uh, no, it's an American television show. No, it's American one. Um, yeah, it was the late sixties, it came out. Uh I think it was sixty eight or something. Yeah, we didn't get to see that until I think later when satellite TV it was something I wasn't aware of growing up. I'm trying to think what it's like. There's it was mentioned during the thing i the Forgotten but compared to the other show, and I don't think might even been closer. Um now nah, we're we, had our, we had all our own stuff. I don't think um God, a horror version of Rainbow. That would be, God, that would be something else. <laughs> if you look up Rainbow, <laughs> a kids' TV show. Uh yeah, that would, um, yeah, make an add into a horror one. I'm starting to see a bit of a. This may be a bit of a trend as older IPs are you know becoming available and they're in the public domain. The uh, like we saw it with Winnie the Pooh, seen it with Humpty Dumpty. No, I've seen it with this banana splits. Um if horror, you know, horror directors snap them all up first before the likes of Disney can hold of them and make movies like this all the time, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be unhappy about it. When you see the likes of Disney remaking its own classics and just completely changing them, blah 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 and not doing anything new and fresh, yeah, you can see where, where that company's in trouble. But this is just the what ifs sort of thing. Uh, what else? Oh yes, Scooby Doo. It was done with Scooby Doo when the it was that more lighthearted one. But when the did the crossover with uh, the Winchester brothers and Supernatural episode, they did a crossover Scooby Doo. Uh, that was pretty fun. But they actually say, as you know, Scooby Doo fan. But <laughs> seeing some of these crossovers would be mental and a like proper adult setting. So, go. They're given. Captain Caveman, but he goes bonkers. Yeah, possibilities are endless. If that makes sense. But yeah, this is a completely different tone of a movie. Now we start off. We've got wee lad uh, Harley Williams. He's a, wee, he's a kid, but how to put it? He's not developmentally challenged. He's immature for his age. So you know that awkward age that a kid gets that most are grown out of their toys, but some still hold on to that and pretend, or that they're grown out of certain TV shows, but for others, it's still a comfort, and at that age, one year's different is like a 100, just as kids growing up. This is what's happening here with him. So Harley's still a hardcore fan of this TV show. Uh... He's other kids don't want to hang out with him because he's completely obsessed. He's he's a nerd. What's the equivalent? The equivalent probably be a brony, or I suppose anybody with you know hardcore hobby, but I think the closest thing this hardly would be is a brony, and that's that's cool. But he obviously hasn't gone on the internet yet and found other bronies or other banana spits fans yet. Um uh, the whole premise you see it in trailer anyway is it's his birthday and I can't remember which one it was that might have helped better help the Vajara actually reminded remembered that but um that's a surprise birthday I don't think he actually said I think they keep his age ambiguous Disney horror movie if the sell-off right if Disney is going the route and it sells off its IPs and horror studios pick them up. I'm all for it. Like Darkwing, Darkwing Duck was a parody of Darkman, if you think about it. <laughs> um, so you had something like that. <laughs> or flipping Huey, Dwayne and Louie being like three psychos, three you know, purge style, even though they don't... I'm not a fan of franchise, but you know, if they did something like that. That would be uh that'd be very awesome. But there's chances, um there's a whole wealth of stuff out there, just as long as don't overdo it. So these get sort of spattered in with somebody who's an actual I suppose fan and has a vision and just wants to have a bit of fun. Now, as I said the tone of this is dark. There is there is humor in this, but it's grim humor. So, if that's not your cup of tea, you're not going to enjoy this movie. I'll put it like the gap. Me, um, obviously, you know, my head's broke and I love stuff like this, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as per the trailer, if you watch it, this is you know, it goes through the kind of motions we see Harley, he's in, we see a wee bit of family dynamic, not a happy family, so to speak. Um, uh what's his older brother harley has got an older um half brother if that makes sense because his mother my before it's got a new husband Harley's Harley's mom and dad basically but there's all this tension and stuff did it need it I don't know I don't don't think it did because this could have started off innocently enough but they had to throw this kind of you know There's problems with the family, or just sort of dark tension. And for the the father character, they could have done without him. They could have just had him be the father character. They they put this actually better plot onto it, and um, I don't really know if it added anything to the movie. I think uh, yeah, I don't think it added anything to the movie. Just he was there. They made him out to be such a way, and it, it almost felt like filler. Because there's more than enough in this story and the stuff going on in the background to keep you engaged. The other of that, but it just felt like an extra three, four minutes that we could have done without chopped off. But there you go, just my opinion. If you do watch this movie, obviously, and you come to different, you know, you have different opinion or different takes on it, love to hear it. You know, that's what this whole this whole thing's about it's a conversation. Funnily enough, no, nobody ever lies to watch the movie that I have. For some reason, I, I tend to watch a movie first and then something comes back later. <laughs> but there you go. So while this is going on, um, when we, we'll go to the studio. I wonder where the hell they dug this studio up. This studio looks as if it's been abandoned. Like it's proper grim. Um, If you've seen Death to Smoochie, that's what you can kind of expect you know that sort of uh border and horror you know that that all stuff but the, you want to see the sparkles of the the studio as well but it must have been a budgetary thing but to go into this film studio and i mean it's grim car parks empty there's one uh guy on it just everything looks as if it's run down they're all queuing up outside the door and they may as well be in a warehouse and then when they're actually in there um, what do you call those things? Bleachers that they have in sports that uh, I don't know what we call them, Americans call them bleachers, I think, but the, the, the rows of seats, they're busy sitting in those, and there's no no flash or anything for the audience, and it's just all on the you know on camera. You see it in the you see it in the trailer anyway. Um yeah, but that is when you see more of that, it's grim. I mean, it's dark, dirty, empty, um. Borderline depressing, if that makes sense. They set this whole scene up, and this is just I think I think it's just a scummy company. I think it's just a cheap um something not right about it. Company, if that makes sense. Um I don't know if the company's on its last legs or just the leadership or what, but it just you know, you just instantly you know something's wrong. It's just not got that good feel about it. So there's the veneer of the TV show, the banana splits. And yeah, you think with a an audience and there's only a handful of them that there'd be more of a buzz, but there isn't. It's like proper... Ugh. But we'll get to meet some of the, the, the cast anyway. And you have all these fans. You know, you have these interesting folks that could only be... You've got the adult influencer, who's a massive uh, <laughs> banana splits fan. In fact, this is Harley's trajectory to be a slutter dude. <laughs> if that makes sense, um, hammering up. He's they did a weird thing. He calls himself Daddy on the social app thing, and that and his. Girlfriends there, but she calls him daddy too, and she looks they've got it that she looks a wee bit younger than him, just a wee bit too much. And it's really close to the knuckle, if that makes sense. Uh, I think there's a bit of a, a dark twisted joke in there that you're like, Oh god, right, okay. But it's important, it'll be relevant later. I have the family, um the dad, what do you call him? Mitch, right? He is severely overacting. I don't want I've I've gotta take a work call, I've gotta do this, I've gotta be on the phone. No, it can't be without my phone. Um he really overacts that. Uh we'll find out why later. But it's like, uh yeah, mate, you're you're making it so obvious. You might want to tone that down a bit. <laughs> but it, it ends up where it ends up. Just seems a bit it was unnecessary because there's plenty here when we meet the other cast members or the, the audience members who are invited to this showing now everybody thinks that it's just another regular showing and i don't know if the trailer gives us across, but as far as everyone's concerned taking part there's nothing's changed We'll See behind the scenes, and we we'll see some of the like dirtbags going on, and the usual show business type people um, the people I never want to be <laughs> or never really want to interact with uh, what a bunch of sleaze buckets! But um, you've got uh, Andy Victorson, he's he was a producer in the show, and then within five minutes, he's produced or sorry. He's promoted the vice president, and then within five minutes, he cancels the show. And it's all done in, like, some weird tariad. It's almost like revenge, if that makes sense. It's, uh... you just like, end boss the night, and canceling the show. No, 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 type thing. You're like, meh. So the reason the show gets cancelled... I think it would make more sense if this had been... Everyone was coming to see the last showing an end of an era sort of thing, and then the, the audience members would make a bit more sense that being um, so enthusiastic about it, they're they're at the end of an era, they're trying to stream, yeah, all their phones get taken off them at the start as well, plot device, <laughs> horror movies have to have it, so they're like, yeah, you have to hand your phone over, you get at the end, Um, no broadcasting during whatever. Uh, excuse me, sorry about that, that's uh, <laughs> a late yeah so that that removes all the phones so nobody can call for help so it's the same as um no mean the only phone in the village has got the wire cut or there's no phone in the village it's just a modern trope now and instead of nobody has a signal it's how your phone's got taken off you so it's yeah gotta gotta get that out early because yeah this could have been solved in about five minutes I suppose it makes sense. I mean they have to do something, so yeah, have a have a part of the thing that uh they take them all in. I think this was limited by budget because the normally you go in, there'd be like a reception. If you're handing over a phone, there'd be like a what do you call them things? Like a wee rack and you put them all in there. This is the made whole thing, putting them in the bags and then it'd be taken away. It's like, no, you don't do that. You you hand the phone where we get a receipt. <laughs> Team so can come back and get it later. It doesn't go into some unmarked bag to disappear and never be seen again. Uh as we got, got me. But like I said, it's purely a plot device, so I can be forgiven of it. And like I said, probably didn't have time to build. You can see the where the money went with us. It went with the animatronics and it went with uh the sets that they did build, and it went with the effects. So things like having a proper studio, you know, with, with guests would have been a bit, you know, would have stretched the budget. It made it look like a proper, maybe I remember the theme of it, made it like a proper cheap and nasty run-down TV show. And, yeah, then we get to see the, I can't remember his name, can't remember. The, the guy that basically maintains all these robots he installs a new piece of software um he's using one of those dos so you can already say once you see the green ladder and stuff so he was gonna screw up anyway <laughs> all he needed was a bump you know the or the paper coming up. um looks like you're trying to update the software on your robots do you want them to be maniacal killers <laughs> and the we yes and no but this is even pre-windows like it's like a dos sovereign in the like bbc computer type things so once you see that code and and you're like yep we're all doomed that's it how do things ever run on that it's amazing that we've got to this you know where we are now when you think that businesses airlines nuclear power plants run on those computers um just absolutely insane how that happened and what would be considered the time of the I used to make a joke that, uh, what would you call it? Called? A personal organizer now has had more power, and this was 20 years ago, than one of the PCs back in the day. Um, there's nothing even to compare it to because it wouldn't even like a flash memory card in your phone has more memory than one these PCs that used to run things. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy, but. It's fun to get that because we've got this sort of look back in time. But then you've got modern mobile phones and people, you know, being influencers and stuff. So it's like the old meets the new in that aspect. And that, that's actually quite cool. It worked. Because it could have done it like back in time. They were sort of hinting at it. But yeah, uh, no need. This, this worked. It didn't take away from anything. You, you, you got on board anyway and understood. We're in the modern world, this is a TV show. (laughs) It's sudden on its last legs. It's lasted so long. And many IPs out there have lasted 50 odd years. You know, it's not unreasonable to think. But yeah, um, just as that announcement made about it being cancelled, Drooper, the elephant one. So you've got um, Flegel the Beagle, bingo the gorilla oh Trooper the lion and snorky the elephant sorry my apologies so troopers the the crazy looking lamb with the glasses i don't even remember clips of this i don't think i've ever watched a full show like i said it was before my time for a start but also it was an american tv show so we didn't get to see it until later on anyway so there you go i'm not going to go watch loads of episodes <laughs> of the banana splits, because really don't see the point. I was able to get the references and enjoy this movie as it was without having watched the show. And that's a good thing as well, because you don't have to have watched the show to get the, the sort of references. It could have been anything, just the fact that they have used a known IP, just made it a bit more fun. You know, the, the story beats work the same. I don't think, if you had to swapped the banana splits out for generic, unknown puppets, anything would have changed. Because the storyline, the beats and everything would have stayed the same, so there you go. This is just a wee sprinkling and just... uh, I think it's... Yeah, it is for people my age and above who remember the banana splits, you know, and then that wee bit of nostalgia and then seeing it in a horror movie. That's exactly who it's aimed for, and I'm all on board with that. This is how you take something old and you put it in an alternate universe and you... Give it legs, because the audience for it's now grown up. So why not give a grown up material and just have a bit of fun with it? You're not uh, Oh, by the way, if anybody's childhood's destroyed by watching this, um, I don't know what to tell you. Don't don't go outside in strong breezes. You might blow over. (laughs) You know, um, it's just fun. You know, in horror movie type way. If you're not a fan of horror movies, don't watch us. You know, simple. You know, it's a horror movie. And even you can see it from the cover. You have enough warnings to know what it is. I'm just waiting for somebody to whine and go, mm-hmm, I'm watching this and I'm disturbed, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know some Muppet's going to do it I'm trying and get like an online petition or something daft like that. <laughs> what on earth do you want to be a functional adult for? That's crap you want to watch, you want to be an eternal child, watch cheesy horror movies, collect toys when you're pushing 50, and just still have fun. Yeah, stuff that functional adult business, you only do that. that's the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Job. Look, out, As long as you look after your house, feed yourself, clothe yourself, and whoever uh, you're responsible for, crack on. But that's it. <clears throat> Apart from that, yeah, everything else is optional. There's, there's too many out there that just become miserable, brain-dead husks and just don't know how to have a laugh or take a wee step in the dark side. There's plenty of those out there. Let them them crack on. You know what I mean? And they can can get to their 60s or 70s and just waiting for death because they they don't know how to embrace life. Uh, I do not feel any sympathy for them. And if they want to look down their nose at me or people like me, crack on as well have fun with that because <laughs> I genuinely don't care really don't because I enjoy life <laughs> and I can have a laugh and I can watch cheesy stuff like this and just go with the flow and don't have a twitch afterwards you know you know none of that stuff so who, who's winning <laughs> well just for sick. um What I will complain about... It's a bit of a slow burner at the start. So, because they're spending time setting up the whole family dynamics and setting up Mitch's character for no reason whatsoever, um, there's a bit of time wasted. They could have got this a lot quicker, but they do take their time before we get to the the animatronics going wrong. And then... um, what do we have, we we'll have the banana splits and then their human friend Steve. Now I don't know if this is a thing, because like I said, I don't remember the banana, banana slits. But slits, slits. Sorry, about that blah, blah, blah. going live can't speak. Um, I don't remember the show. So was there a human character? Was he called Steve? Possibly. I didn't do that in depth research. I didn't feel the need. Funny enough. <laughs> I was able to, I was able to enjoy the movie without it, but you, you use the crack. Uh, those who feel need or have the answers, let me know because, uh, yeah, it'd be just fun. But they have this guy, Steve, and yeah, he's that children's television personality, that fake smile. Hey, kids! Uh, and as an absolute sleazeball in the back, you know, in the dressing room. There's this bit where. This has all come about. The things starting to go wrong, and then with the final has been cancelled. The starts going around the car, uh, the production crew start passing around, and Steve's in this his dressing room, which is also down in their cupboard, which I just thought was hilarious. So this guy is like proper up his own backside, thinks he's a star. Um, he's sitting there with the dressing guy, and nothing. We need you on set. I will be ready and I will deliver as if he's a flipping Shakespearean actor. You know, it's like the sort of he's getting hammered as well. All the all the tropes and cliches that we come to expect with children's TV presenters are all there and I don't mind. It didn't. I was <laughs> like, I'm not going. Oh, I've seen this a hundred times because it was done in such a way that you're just like, yep, that fits. Cool. Um, the episode players, the minuscule audience. They should have got extras. I think they more... Uh, that's the bit that could have done with a wee bit of hamming up, was the actual audience both You know, a bit of tinsel, a bit of cardboard, you no know, make it look... You know, like the edge uh, of the ice rink, so you see in TV children's show, it's all covered in sparkles and that, and bright. Not sitting in a bunch of, like, wooden uh bleacher things, you know, in pure darkness looking miserable as hell that was a creepy but the shooter, if they had a hand at it put out a call for a few extra few extras, you would have got the sense of this being a fun TV show but because it didn't and it looks so stark that's why I'm saying, it has a really dark grim tone, because even the people that are there they're not colourful enough to fight against the setting because we've got a lot of hammed-up, colorful characters. You've got a father who wants his daughter to be a star, wants to introduce her, you know, that kind of stuff. You've your influencer. You've um some other randos. In fact, they could have spent a bit of time with those. Made the ca- uh, the audience a bit more. They spent too much time on Mitch in the family situation of the main character there. We'd already got the idea of Harley. He's a super fan. He's at that awkward age. Where he doesn't want to let go. And it could have been a common of age thing. So a bit less time spent than that, and it could have brightened up the audience a bit and put a bit more of them. I think that would have given more of the, the feeling. But what you're getting is this absolute grim. Like you've got the facade in the front of the camera. But like me, trying to act like I'm competent and uh, confident know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? You've got the whole facade. <laughs> And then when the camera's off. I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm not getting enough YouTubers. No, <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. What what's presented on screen isn't necessarily what real life is. good thing though this is getting very introspective, which wasn't intended. <laughs> but when you see the, the the cast members, when you see actually the upper echelons, not so much. Everyone else is just doing their job. Um, the child actor, or sorry, the children's TV presenter, actor-type person's an alcohol, just uh, doesn't care, thinks he's above it all. Um, Everyone else is just trying to hang on and do the job. They did well actually balance it out, because if they hadn't made every cast member either a superhero or insufferable, you wouldn't have had any balance. But the fact that they made them ordinary, like, even the guy at the gate when they come in, he looked like he had that tired look of grumpy security guard. But he even did a wee bit when Harley was talking. Who's your favorite banana split? Blah blah blah. He kind of played along a bit. So that was cool because not everyone in that you know a lot of the movies paint people that do certain jobs that are just miserable, hating their life, etc. etc. Do you know what? Someone can be a security guard and actually enjoy it and get fulfillment someone can be because they're a security guard at a thing that like the field's got value like the banana splits I'm mean, gonna kid Austin; they actually get a bit of pleasure going playing along going oh yeah mine's a f- such and such as brief moments why the hell not that's humanity um which makes it all the shame what happens later but there you go So anyway, this all kind of escalates and Steve becomes the first victim because then they'll go rogue and this is where you get the whole tone of it because there's like this fake lollipop (laughs) and which one was it? The I think it was the Beagle one just kind of goes yoink um, how the hell that thing fitted in there, but the the show the whole neck <laughs> getting distended with a lollipop getting shoved, and uh that's instantly what you know what type of movie this is going to be and what type of horror. Where um Winnie the Who of the Pooh, Winnie the Who, of the Pooh blood and Hyundai, they made that out to be a gritty slasher to be taken seriously. This is more in the lines of Evil Dead or this is where the similarities to uh Willie's Wonderland is because the kills and the violence is just over the top cartoony just splatter type stuff, and you're like, Yep, okay, that's cool. Get get where you're going with this. It just got this, like I said, this grim dark overtone, which is just makes it its own show. It it didn't take me away, but it just made you aware of like you're you're watching something, you know, it's a particular uh, aesthetic to it, which it works then because if you think of low budget movies, and you're like, "Oh, that looks cheap," you realize because the setting is it is cheap because it's a cheap company, <laughs> and the you know I mean? It's a grim, flipping, not necessarily always a pleasant place to work type company, and that that tone then works with the sets. Uh... Well, they're just game to play and it's like any kid show, you know, they're running and slime and climbing stuff and the banana splits are throwing pies at them. They could have done something of like that, but then it would have been ripping off killer clowns. So maybe not. There's a there's an opportunity there to rip off killer clowns with the pies, but um for later on, but they didn't uh they didn't take it. But yeah, Steve goes. <laughs> the lollipop and then that's when things start going wrong you know the vice president he's next I think and then it's at the end of the show the older brother and this is this is another good one as well because how many people are bored with pointless sibling rivalry in movies for them to come together later this has the brothers actually looking out for each other you know there's family love there and that's that's cool as well because it actually plays out because it's the older brother goes to the, the stage hand who's in charge and just mentioned because there's a thing about go everyone ticket if there stars on it you get to stay behind meet the banana splits if you don't then sorry that's it you know it's like a special prize golden ticket type thing he goes and gets uh harley and the family you know he's like look it's my brother's birthday today and he absolutely loves he's a long-time fan so gets that set up. So you see that wee bit of tenderness which you don't see in too many modern movies. Like, it's like they hate the family at the moment. It's like all families have to be completely dysfunctional. Um, I think maybe they put all their energies in the overplaying the Mitch character which actually worked because then they didn't spread out that hatred, you know, the everything else. So the the focused on the Mitch character to make him bad and then they kept the rest as a family unit and the brothers weren't sniping at each other so yeah I got down with that um so him and his friend oh that was the other thing as well because nobody turned up to his birthday party except one friend and she didn't want to initially because they say he's weird he's creepy because you know he's a brony, he, he's a the equivalent of a brony <laughs> no funnily enough the there's um a mix so you've got like you've got a fierce mother protective over kids and you it brings out that human but they're all human, so when they get beaten about, they get beaten about. It's not like action movies where they get kicked around a hundred times and then just get up and shake it off as if not happened. Now this is horror. <laughs> horror doesn't do that. Horror likes to show about a lumps of bumps and gritting us which works for me especially when you get up against robot animatronic killing machines you're not going to have you know when one thing smacks you or breaks your arm you know that stays that way because what would be the point there has to be that frightening aspect they have to be competent or else there's no danger um yeah, then you get oh, Thad, the uh, what do you call it, the, the influencer one? They they go and sneak off to have a look because she sneaked the phone in, so they go to the sneak in an extra phone and they're doing a live stream of blah blah blah. blah. And then, um, Flagle appears and just grabs him and <laughs> puts him in a uh, he smashes the phone up as if it's a magic trick and then he throws him in the and Half, but you see the clip of it part of it in the trailer anyway. Do you see that? But he had just proposed to uh Popeye. So that kind of answered that question, whether it's his daughter or fiance. Like I can say, I was a wee bit wee bit close to the knuckle that one. Um I think they were doing it deliberately just to make it a bit weird. Just to keep you on the edge of your seat without going too far. So that's a sort of dark humor. You've got in this, so <laughs> just to just to make you aware. If you don't understand it, it won't land. Um, doesn't mean you have to laugh at it, but you just have to get it. You know, it's not meant to make you laugh, it's meant to make you go, Ugh. You know, it's that whole that's what I love about horror movies. Horror movies play in all the emotions. So usually there's some sort of sex or titillation. Not appropriate with this one, so they left it out, which is cool. You know, because there's there's actual child actors involved, so having that and that wouldn't be appropriate. But you have that wee bit with those two not over the top you've got the laughter and then you've got the like the grimy gory stuff that you know makes you go one way one one and then you're like oh and then you're back and that's the whole point it's the sort of tweak you about a bit and make you feel something and get an experience from a movie and if it's done right you you enjoy yourself if it's done wrong you're just like oh god no never again you know that's that's kind of how way it works but um the kids all disappear so basically what they do is they start um oh there's our one that the guy that's trying to get his daughter you know famous he gets blowtorched to the face (laughs) you know with a aerosol can it's like oh I think that was um there's a bit of bad CGI in that but it's only for a brief moment you kinda of see it, but then thankfully the few camera cuts that could have taken me completely out of the movie. The the CGI in that one. But thankfully, like I said, they did enough camera cuts and then there was practical makeup afterwards. So that worked. And I could forgive it. But that's essentially what's happening is they're they're wiping out all the parents and kidnapping the kids. And they find out that the guy that designed them did this deliberately. So I thought something went wrong. You know, you're led to believe something went wrong, and he's much of a prisoner, but it turns out he's actually complicit because he found out they were canceling the show. He just happened to have had this pre-written bit of code ready, just in case. So this guy's an absolute fruit loop. <laughs> Here, I have the destruction code, just in case I ever get cancelled, because shows run forever. Um, Kind of shows that uh, sort of mental people that work on TV. Um no interest in doing it. Um couldn't even, like even growing up, I had no interest in TV. See terrestrial TV. No interest. It was the biggest pile of crop ever. Um even shows that are iconic, you know, people remember. Doesn't mean they're good. Just pumped out and recognizable. But in that whole world and stuff has come out recently, obviously with um tv channels and presenters and stuff you're just like oh god no um you couldn't pay me enough to be involved in that world i'll just take the wee youtube channel thanks very much and uh no interest i think that's the way a lot of people actually are switching off and uh, not bothering because this might be parody but it's not it's quite close to the knuckle as to the whole uh situation The sort of people that work in tv maybe they're the ones that shouldn't be let's just put it like that there's there's quite a high percentage there. Um, shouldn't work in TV and definitely shouldn't work in children's TV let's just leave it that and we we'll kind of see the examples here but it all ramps up goes on and then it gets it yeah all the kids are kidnapped they're chained to the flipping bleachers and they're forced to watch the banana splits replaying out their TV show so it turned out all the audience members that were let off we're taken care of all the corridor piled up and you're like oh, okay then see where this is going because the ones that are kidnapped the kids it's amazing how quickly this all happened in terms of time scale between the announcement being made that was being cancelled just before they're about to go on and well this that's kind of a frightening thing in itself <laughs> and then the wheel out this is where you know this is messed up because they're they're playing for the kids and then it's stevie and the wheel out stevie in his bicycle thing, tricycle thing. And he's still dead. And then they act as if he's there. And the kids are all screaming in that. Um fair play to the child actors in this, I have to say. I don't know. There there's obviously a lot of camera cuts. Cause I don't think they're playing. even um like playing out in the studio, I don't think the kids were actually watching this take place. I think they were watching the screen then told okay here's a scary thing do it and then the camera cut was you know it was done in a different take i think because there's no way that would be too much f- even f- for me even i'd be going hang on a minute i don't think that's quite appropriate let's not do that <laughs> but there you go this plays out so they're being forced to watch all this stuff um what is it uh the, the elephant one Harley actually manages to Snorky, yeah. Manages to talk, talk uh, Snorky around to being on their side. So Snorky brings him in, she ends him up but gives him the key so we can free everybody. Meanwhile, uh the mother's like, right, let's go get free these people and just you know <clears throat> like she's not a superhero, but she's like protect the mother, you know, and does that and she's still just as valuable uh there's two that made to actually do the obstacle course the kids were done enough stuff um like I said locking on uh I don't want to spoil it obviously and like give every plot detail I've already went on long enough for this but the creative you know I mean the kills are creative the Descent and the Madness or their logic centers you know completely frown out was cool um then poppy was an interesting one Think terrifier and think Cheryl's um, when the Cheryl's character. Going completely batshit. That's Poppy's one. And then she finds a costume for the fifth banana split that they were creating. And she kind of takes that as her mantle and then Sort of sets up for a sequel, but yeah, it's a, it's a typical, it's a slasher movie, you know, and there's nothing um, deep Or thought provoking, or that sort of thing. It's just a fun, daft, really dark. You know, I have to emphasize it's dark comedy. So, if you're expecting like belly laughs, you won't. It's not that sort of movie. It's like proper. There's a grim undertone that just you're laughing, then you'd sort of chastise yourself going, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but I'm going to anyway. That's the sort of comedy here. It works. Um, mitch disappears for about you think he's gone then he appears at the end it turns out he's having an affair which if he didn't play go on after the first five minutes of you know gotta ring always on the phone can't be away for a minute It's like yeah that's I've seen that done a 100 times um but thankfully he's not in, enough to take away from anything else so by focusing all our efforts on him and making him that sort of character they've kind of left everybody else a little like i said so that that's cool Um, rainbow, yeah, rainbow that would be mental, and uh, somebody really gnarly to play Jeffrey. And what would uh, bungle would just be like cocaine, burr. you know, that would be bungle, just rah, you know, um, zippy would have to do something that zip and make it you know gnarly what would George George would have to wear leather gear you'd have to wear like a leather you know that leather friggin chest thing BDSM type people wear. George would have to be wearing that and like have a really sick sense of humor would Rod Jane and Freddie guest appear uh maybe maybe not Yeah, um Jeffrey would have to be the old pervert, without a doubt. Like disgusted gnarly, like a homeless person. Jeffrey would have to look like a homeless person. Um, wearing rags and stuff. Uh yeah, that would be that would be fun to do and fun to watch. Oh, that was the other thing I forgot right before I sign off. Uh the use of the Bananas splits theme tune throughout this film was brilliant. It was really clever so the la 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 they, they do that but they obviously make it horror based they change the tone they have it um like an echo they have it sort of at the kills and stuff that really clever with us that was cool so it adds you know it adds that kind of flavor to it and then you know you're that's what kind of takes it away from just being a generic um, puppet. um killer movie you know because because they use the theme tune and they use it so well um i enjoyed this definitely did once again i would not compare it to willy's wonderland they're two different beasts the only the only similarities is animatronic uh but that's like comparing every killer doll movie they're all you know i mean they're not all the same so you you got to just be careful i think when you're watching it. Oh, that has that one element. I think it's inter- exactly the same movie. Now, some movies are rip-offs, yes. Some are carbon copies, yes. But not all. So you kind of have to take each bit on its own merit. But yeah, really enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, if you've watched it, or if you do watch it after this, let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, let's have the conversation. So, uh action god i forgot the name we have got guests on saturday um we're going to talk about completely dreamt uh it's a new rpg game coming out with uh like a heavy metal soundtrack sort of mashed up in time of that and Dale and i are covering bad taste this thursday that's going to be fun what else have we got coming up I haven't I haven't it, yeah, but we'll have the horror talk spot. I haven't said we're gonna watch it because I was gonna do the last voyage of the Demeter, but thanks to screwing up stuff. But I'll bitch about it during the stream. There'll be a lot of bitching about it, and I've a few articles to share about that, what happened. So we'll, we'll go through that. Yeah, that's I say at the end of the month. That's only flipping like a was a week and a half away. Not even the Sunday's the last Sunday of the month, God. Putting time yeah, we're gonna have the the months over. Holy crap, time is flan. We're all getting that bit closer to death, aren't we? <laughs> right on that happy note, um, yeah, planning going on. Uh, September starting to get filled up now as well. So a few things going on there too. So go up to the the channel, do the creepy thinking things, and until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.